Greetings, everyone, and welcome. I am Jabert, and I am so glad that you've decided to join us once again here on Cosmic Crit. Uh, Y'all, I'm not going to lie. Things have gotten a little wild here in Season 3, and it's about to get a little bit weirder. But before we get on to that in this episode, uh, I have an announcement. Well... Honestly, I think this was actually announced when we announced our new partnership with Paizo, but I'm going to announce it once again, because I think it's just that cool and exciting and uh, shouldn't be missed. Uh, CritterCon 4 is coming up soon. Uh, For those of you who aren't familiar, CritterCon is an... I think at this point we can call it an annual weekend of shenaniganry and Starfinder, and it's basically members of the community coming together, and we all get together, we all play some Starfinder Society, and then in the evenings the cast does some streams over on Twitch, and uh, people can sort of participate in the game by you know either you know donating to buy Patrick a crit or buy one of us a reroll or something. It's a ton of fun. We all have a blast with it. And we usually do uh, some some other special streams around there on the same weekend. Uh, and it's always a blast. I love doing it. And it's, uh, it's also for a good cause. Um, we raised money for Doctors Without Borders. Uh, last year at CritterCon 3, we raised over $6,000 uh, for Doctors Without Borders, and as you can imagine, that is a very uh, important organization that's doing uh, some really great work, especially these days, while we're all sort of thinking about our health and thinking about public health. It's you know they're an excellent organization to be supporting now. But yeah, we raise we raise money through uh, donations during the games, and we also raffle off things like dice and dice bags and even player boons, some of which are donated by uh, some of our, our generous listeners, listeners like you. Which brings me to my next point. If you have been playing pathfinder society or starfinder society and you have some unused boons lying around and you've just got these uh you know these got you've got you've got these these permissions to use these boons just laying fallow in your field of boons um we would love it if you would donate those to the charity and we will raffle those off and uh last time those helped us raise uh, hundreds of dollars uh, it was a, a really a huge hit. So if you have any unused Pathfinder Society or Starfinder Society boons, uh, send us an email at cosmiccrit at gmail.com, or you can just message us over on our Discord, and we'll help you get squared away. The dates are going to be April 23rd to the 25th. That's uh, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday on the last weekend of April. Um, it is going to be a real hoot uh and i hope you join us well i think that's all i really had to tell you guys i hope to see you there in april we will we should be coming up with a schedule here in the next uh, few weeks and we'll be posting that over at cosmiccrit.com so keep an eye out for that but uh yeah i suppose without any further ado allow me to introduce episode 168 Under Thresher Episode commencing in 3, 2,
2, 1, episode initiated. It's time to leap, jump, and dive over barrels hurled at us by a vengeful monkey as we climb up the ladder to save a princess in distress on this week's Donkey Crit. Welcome back, folks. This is your GM here, your arcade general manager, doling out quarters and preparing you to go on an adventure. Joining me in clobbering Kong once and for all are my five friends and your one-ups. Uh, to my right, she can fly higher than uh, one could spring and jump up. It's Rebecca rolling with Zinnia. Hello. Uh, across from her, this slick oil barrel is ready to explode like a fire grenade. It's true, delivery Echo 7. Uh, we have a uh, kill screen, a kill screen over here. Uh, if anybody wants to see a kill screen, we've got a mm-hmm. kill screen coming up. You're my kill screen. To my right, this terrible trouble bug is standing in your way of climbing all day. It's Tyler dredging up Devasho. Okay. Across from him, this jump man might not have the mustache, but he's got the punash. It's Jabert Planner's Trust. Here we go. And across the digital table, whether Atari or NES, this little flower has all the Nintendo power. Why it's Miles mixing it up with Sprouts. Good evening. I didn't know that the little fire things were called trouble bugs. Mm. I don't think I knew that either. <laughs> trouble no, bugs. No, that's a new one to me. But I could never get past like level three of Donkey Kong, so. Oh, I was not good at Donkey Kong either. Gets I didn't hard. know I've... there were different levels. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Difficult designs there, too. Hey, folks. Um, hey. Pretty wild stuff last week as we dived headfirst into Thurston Hillman's mindscape of book five of attack of the zorm uh i tried to hint a little bit before with like echo sevens like recurring dreams and and oddities and things how strange this was going to get but i don't feel like you were adequately prepared for how weird this ap is going to get in in increasing oddness um but yeah you guys are as far behind enemy lines here as possible literally inside the enemy's mind uh so i was wondering at the start here of book five now that we've gotten the first episode out of the way if you had any predictions things that might happen places you might go so this is giving me some heavy uh twin peaks the return vibes you know it's so funny i was just yeah watching a review of that um uh this week uh yeah yeah you're in (laughs) So, so, so am I in the right mindset of, of, of walking into this AP just to expense some, expense some, some Lynchian mindscape nonsense? <laughs> well, if you weren't before, I'm going to write that in. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, g- good. Cause the uh, echo seven is just going to be Dougie the entire, uh, entire season. That was what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone could be Dougie. Yeah. No, there's just uh, you teach a, me a little Dougie? person backwards dancing. <laughs> At all times in your party now. <laughs> Garman Bosia. Uh, we got yeah, too no, far into the Twin Peaks. <laughs> any other actual predictions and things you might people or things you might see? Um, hmm. well, uh, I, I, sand. I'm guessing a lot of sand. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker. Ah, he's gonna kill all the sand and people. Jabert's the winner. Ding, Yay. ding ding. It's a lot of sand in this desert of the mind. What else though? I feel like I feel like this might be our our real introduction to the Amranta. You know, you talk about mindscapes and people that are literally souls and goop in a shell that, you know, they might have some relationship to this whole thing going on. I hope we see Major Yaldemarek again. 
That's all. That's my only wish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope that we gain some sort of psychic abilities ourselves, potentially by being exposed to psychic oh. abilities. Mm. Master the matrix. We take the swarm down from the inside. There is no spoon. Uh, okay. Well, let's, uh, let's see if your predictions come true as we jump back in to we're already midway through uh, Sprouts Marlowe's introduction as he tells us, so what happened last time on Cosmic Crit? Look, if there's one thing I hate more than anything in the verse, it's mind games. And boy, how did we step into the mother of all mind games? My number one ride, Echo 7, spent months, months, trying to find us all as we were mired in these loopy visions. No chance to celebrate, though. As soon as we got our collective heads back in the game, we get attacked by some swarm, bamboozled by more visions. And then this pronkin cyclone appears out of nowhere where this mysterious figure made of energy walks through. Who is it? I'm in no mood and I am to find out ASAP. It's an odd creature formed of energy and light that indeed just appeared before you all in this desert, a, a, a vortex made of, of sand, much like the burning bush of yore. And it keyed into you specifically, Trest, this creature that looks somewhat sheeran, but there's something off about it that you didn't quite understand. But I believe, Zinnia, you have keyed in that this is like a half sheeran, half swarm or kucharn creature the, this representation here um but yeah it, it latches onto you trest and your your son moat kind of speaks to you and what you can recognize is like an ancient form of sheeran you know that sounds kind of like believeth its word hath bared upon thine mind sorry can you can you i, I couldn't quite understand you what was what you say that's the point. It uh, seems to want to reach out and kind of psychically communicate with you more. Um, and it does kind of like reach into your mind or you can feel like bits and pieces of language being prodded. And after a few more moments, it concentrates and in a more modern tongue will come back and say, what are you? Uh, we are not of this place. We come from another realm. Oh, and whom do you serve? We serve uh, the Lady of Bugs, the Hylax. She's got a better name than that. I'm almost certain of it. Let me make a religion check. The Forever Queen, you mean? Yes, the Forever Queen We says who we serve. Then we are aligned, though we would if only you were to oppose the Malign Union for all who oppose the Malign Union are friends with independence. Well, what the prompts the Malign Union? He kind of like looks around outside of its sandstorm outside Down of the desert. Here. <laughs> well, no, it's it just, it's purvey, you know, like looking over the exterior. Oh, okay, the, okay. I, th- I thought it was more of like, where's that voice coming from? <laughs> oh, it's 16 inches tall. Well, it does that too. It's like, oh, oh my. <laughs> If everything in this world that is not a free form like myself is of the malign union's endless host. You mean the swarm? Yes. How is it that you came to be in this place then? 
I am an idea given manifestation in mindscape. One of many, but still very few compared to the the endless host. Obviously, my friend Stiff Drake. Mm. Uh, Do you have a name that we may call you? You guys get still the same psychic kind of like feelings in your mind. Not necessarily words, but all of them kind of lead towards the idea of independence of uh of, of freedom of liberty can uh sprouts uh roll sense motive i mean because he's it, it, everything he's saying sounds nice but i mean mm-hmm. after everything they've gone through in the last you know two hours he's he's definitely not going to look on a strange face as friendly right away uh yeah make, make me roll Oh boy, that's a natural twenty. Uh, yeah, so so far the at first it seemed more wary of you perhaps than you were of it, but uh, after kind of like talking with you and, and psychically perhaps forming its own uh, opinions of your your motives, it has relaxed. Um, but for you, you don't sense any guile in its in its uh, answers. As it continues on, it it, it says. You know, you all seem in distress. Um, some who exist beyond the reach of the Milan Union retreat to a place, a place of refuge, and I can lead you all there if if you care to follow me. And once again, this seems to be completely out of um, selfless interest in in seeing that you guys are 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 hurt. Well. <sighs> Not gonna lie, we're kind of worse for wear for right now, and you seem to be on the up and up, so we'll follow you. You are just unaccustomed to this place. Your minds yearn for something more real. You are hurt, and independence can heal you. I think we should call him Shibby, because he is shiny and blue. <laughs> my, my name. My name That's is all of Independence. <laughs> Wow. No, that is that is not a real name. I am I was, sorry. I was going to say liberty. Also, that's, well, that's good. I was not. I was not talking to you, friends. I think we should vote on the name for pet. I vote Shivy. What say, Devasho? Perhaps now is not the time. Okay. Yes, Devasho. We don't even have our ship where we could stash this this uh, this cute little uh, creature. <laughs> all, 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 all good points. I'm in, in safety. You're right. Okay. <laughs> um, we, we can make him our pet when we get back. When we get back to a safe place, to a safe that's point. A, <laughs> that, yeah, that's a that is a good idea. I would like very much. I think Devasha is in need of some healing of intelligence and wisdom kinds. Oh, is that what is happening here? Yeah. Well, um, independence <laughs> will um, psychically say that uh, they can heal you for one more D4 points of ability damage per score. So if you guys are, are hurt from from the uh, the mirages uh, of last like last week's episode, uh, feel free to roll one D4 healing for each. Oh, for each one. For, for each of them. Yep. Okay. Oh, great. Well, that, I think that would put me back up to full. You're just down one, or I'm just down one in each of them. Yeah. Oh, well, bingo, bango. Lucky you. How are you doing, Zinnia? Well, do I have to apply them to individuals? <laughs> so yes. I have. Um, 
I'm currently down one on int. Can I use the two for that? I guess that's my question is like, do I have to go <laughs> no, in, order? in order? <laughs> okay, so I guess I'm back up to full on int, but mm -hmm. still down two on wisdom and back to full on charisma. Okay. Tyler, how are you doing? Uh, my charisma is completely done. It's good, good and healed. I'm now only down one on wisdom. Uh, still down an absolute pronk load on intelligence. So, <laughs> you thought you thought Adras was dumb? Let me introduce you to the new king of stupid. <laughs> Don't worry, Devasha. We'll make this guy our pet when we get back on the ship. Still, <laughs> me eat mine sands. <laughs> yes, I. I have we'll always we'll pet I the rabbits always, when we get back to the ship. Yeah, I've always wanted a pet, but I have a lot of kids and they have allergies, so we don't get many pets. All pets are small, and this big pet would be very fun to have. Let's go, Shibi. The Malign Union. It's independence. The Malign Union. They have detected your presence, and its agents are legion. If you fought them once before, it will try again and again until your minds are erased from this place and you are turned into just sand. Is there any way to protect ourselves from this? I, this shelter, I will show you. It is a place where you can rest your mind and prepare. Um, it looks up into the sky to where the, the comet, this representation of Hylax is, and says... She cares about this place centuries later, and she sacrificed a part of this place in, in order to keep the faith. Hylax, be praised. Praise. Thank you. Um, You're welcome, Sheepy. Follow, follow me. Follow, follow, and I will take you there. Independence. Steps back into the maelstrom of, of swirling sand around you all, and with a thunderclap, it dissipates, and they are gone, only leaving behind the encroaching fog, which slowly moves back to creep upon you all. But in your mind, it says, follow this way. Try not to think about directions. There are no directions here, only visions to guide us. Know the ideas I tell you to get to shelter. Uh, right. So, what's your guys' uh, marching order there <laughs> through the desert of the mindscape? Uh, I'll lead. I'll use my vibration, uh, uh, blind, uh, blind sense to sort of keep a uh, keep some feelers out for any um, burrowing enemies or mm. my my extra super perception to look out for standing enemies. Devasho, will you hold my hand through this journey? Sure, buddy. We all could use a good positive reinforcement here. And then I'm happy to hold your hand. And then Echo Seven looks at the rest of the party and just does a little wink emoji. <laughs> and then Devasho goes on on length about how he used to have to hold his eldest hand whenever they would go to the grocery store because he was always afraid he was going to get lost in the refrigerated yes, section. Yes, this is a good story. However, now is not the time. All right, Zenia also has blind sense now, so she is going to follow closely behind Trust and we will mm -hmm. be blind sense buddies and keep a, I don't know, keep all of our feelers out. BSBs you talking about? <laughs> 
Blind sensicles. <laughs> Blind sense back tonight. <laughs> yeah, so you guys can continue on your, your march here and it returns the desert to a very silent, unnerving place where all you hear is a few clicks and, and chitters far off in the distance. There's odd smells that assail you. Temperatures leaving you feeling uncertain, off balance as you walk. As soon as you're you're you feel comfortable, you know, you, you have to like turn the AC on your your suit back on and then you're you're freezing cold a moment later. Perhaps about twenty minutes after you leave the the maelstrom behind here, um, uh, the fog begins to lift again, and far off on the horizon, where there's these jagged rocky peaks that kind of look like termite mounds and odd alien structures, you see some like variation in, in the lighting there, and the wind begins to pick up. Um, seems to have blown away the fog around you and on this wind you can hear far off an inaudible just psychic scream coming along with it just and from the the mountains you see storm clouds beginning to form under the starless sky the color of of bruised flesh and burnt ashes the keening this howling on the wind continues and carries the inhuman screeching as the wind picks up and the sands begin blowing around you you see forms and shapes on the edge of your vision as the sand begins to dance on the surface and moving things beyond the scope of your imagination but in your minds a familiar voice tries to calm you it says it is here it has found you stay vigilant survive its storm continue forward uh why don't you guys make me a survival check see if you can tell what is happening here yeah do we all have to make one (laughs) anyone that's got its train that feels like you can contribute to the role yeah oh boy oh well maybe got a good got a 19 on the dice from rebecca at first but both Tress and Sprouts, you feel the same way. There doesn't seem to be anything really natural about this storm. As you like push through, you can barely feel the the wind that's pushing the sand. You feel the sand, and then maybe like a, a moment later, you feel some like wind passing by. But it looks like it is a um, a tornado, you know, uh, raging all around you. Um, but yeah, it does seem to be perhaps a, a manifestation in this mindscape here. Uh, now, um, maybe a mysticism check to see what the actual implications of this storm might be. Oh, I can do better than that. I can be useful here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> or you can roll a five. Uh. Oh, well, no, none of us did well. Yeah, was we, all, we all kind of bombed that role. Thank you, Trest, for being at least to have a high bonus. Yeah, you guys aren't aren't really sure what exactly this storm represents, but you do sense, obviously, there's a malignancy behind the unusual weather. It does seem like something fairly sinister, perhaps by the prick of your thumbs. Something wicked this way comes. 
Um, yeah, but what would you what would you like to do here? Uh, is the uh, is the tornado sort of moving in our direction, or the clouds are are slowly passing over you and seems to be impossible to outrun? Well, it is a mind tornado. Should we should we try to avoid it? Is this? Is, I mean, I feel like we should keep our heads down and keep marching forward and just essentially ignore what we see out of the corners of our eyes, right? Or uh, I would, I would tend to agree with that as well. Yeah, keep trying to make some, make some progress here. Your mm-hmm. eyes can deceive you. Don't trust Maybe. them. Do we? Do Put we blinders have, on. Are there uh, uh, environmental protections here? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, um, but uh, the same thing. You know, it, it feels like your temperature is. Um, not being regulated extremely well by it. Um, but yeah, you've got your armor, your gear, everything you normally have. Um, as you continue on, you know, trying your best to beat the, the physical aspects of this, this mental storm here. Um, uh, let's, uh, for no reason whatsoever, let's roll some initiative. I was about to say... (laughs) <laughs> is there any chance that while we are walking here that I can uh, uh, attune my camouflage membrane to the sandy biome of sorts? I'll allow it. Of a psychic realm? Sure. <laughs> I yeah, mean, you had, you had some time. None with, of this uh, makes sense. So. <laughs> independence. <laughs> yeah, you look like just like a, a gray drab uh, <laughs> uh, piece of clothing. Oh boy, we got hey, some. Initial- Tyler, you're not going last. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh my gosh, Jabert, how? How did you manage such a feat? I'm hang- I decided decided to come down and hang out with you down here at the bottom of the turn order. Ah, <laughs> oh, Trust is holding Devash's hand too. <laughs> right, exactly. oh, come, <laughs> the power of friendship will get us through this storm. <laughs> I saw this once on one of my kids' shows. I think it was I think it was the Trox Rangers or something. Um okay. So we are in initiative turn order. Uh, at the top Echo 7. Uh fun stuff happening on each round. Why don't you go ahead and roll me a D8? Oh good. You love random tables and, and Starfinder APs, right? Sure. It do. is fun. That's a four. Excellent. Um, uh, seeping through your guys's environmental protections, almost like you weren't wearing any armor before the air here just becomes extraordinarily thin. And then the next moment it feels like you're, you're breathing like lead and toxic fumes all at the same time. Uh, give me everyone a fortitude save DC 18. Uh, um, I think we've talked about this before. I mm-hmm. cast uh, uh, roughly once a week. I cast Life Bubble on everybody. Um, uh, so if this is something that is a, uh, a harmful gas or vapor, uh, I believe everyone is immune to it. Um, as this says, it gets around most of these environmental protections. I'm going to say no effect, but perhaps a bonus to to saves here. Okay. Um, Echo Seven doesn't breathe. <laughs> I'm gonna roll my fort. So it, it, 
is it air that you're actually breathing here? No, we have to get real matrix on this style. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's, <clears throat> it, I, I presume this is something that would come up in the, that the I author want, would have written. I want, I want to, I want to see you, yeah, struggle to breathe for the first time ever, <laughs> Drew. And you got a good fortitude save, right? Oh, no. you, Patrick. Oh, no. Promise. Yeah. You I forgot. I can't believe How? this is, this is such a horse, horse hockey. <laughs> you forgot how to breathe or perhaps you're just being <laughs> perhaps I never knew <laughs> you forgot how to do a thing you don't need to or have never had to know how to do that's well, a natural one on Echo 7's fort save at one, at one point in uh, his Amrantan life you know, before he was soul jarred basically you did breathe yeah uh, but we don't know that coming out of the soul jar so the, the soul forge we don't we don't remember anything Exactly. So you've forgotten how to breathe here. <laughs> Definitely with that critical fail. Uh, Sprouts Marlowe with the, the bonus. Uh, that is going to be enough. Uh, Jabert rolled a three and Drew rolled a one. So that is a fail. And you guys have the sickened condition just for uh, the next round until the um, beginning of your next round. Um. So that is your turn, Drew. Uh, I'm sorry, on your turn, you, if, you, if there's a standard or, or a move action you want to do at this point, like I said, you can have environmental protections up. They, they do nothing. Can I do a perception check to see if I can see what is... Is it the, the tornado that's doing this, or is there something inside the tornado that's doing this? So it, it's it's not really a tornado. It, it's just a, a blanketed storms and, and winds kind of blowing all around you. Um I imagine there's no no rain here. It's just the the sand getting picked up and, and whipped around that is making these these crazy shapes and what looks like roiling waves over the the surface of the the desert. Um, and uh, yeah, unless you have like a, a standard action or something, I don't know if perception is going to help you out of said storm. Uh, <laughs> I'll drop prone. I don't think that's going to do anything, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Hunkering down. Xenia, we're on to you. Why don't you roll me a D8? Right. That's another four. Ooh, I think we might re-roll this for okay. the fun of all kinds of crazy stuff happening. All right. Don't roll that's the an one. eight. Eight, you say? Oh, it's the best one. <laughs> the darkened clouds seem to form together above you all in what looks like a uh, advancing angry swarm-like visage um, you see mandibles and, and and claws kind of reaching out uh, down to the surface of the sands where you're blasted with, with gusts of wind um, PC's choice everyone can choose to make a fortitude, a reflex, or a will save for Half. Does evasion count here? I would say no. Where was that last roll, Echo? Come on. Yeah, good job for Drew. Yeah, yes. A great job for everyone except Zinnia so far, which got Tyler. 27. Oh, everyone's bringing out the big rolls except for for Zinnia. Uh, This is um, 68 points of force damage. Oh, 6d8, I see. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Wait, why, 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 why would evasion Six. not work? Because 
by the rules, if you succeeded a re- reflex save against... Well, yeah, but also against the rules, we're not supposed every to... Every time to these effects, I break so. the rules in this book, uh, it's because a wizard named Thurston Hillman allowed me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I will be DMing a tweet right now! <laughs> uh, Whoa, what is whoa. that roll? Terribly oh, low damage. Insane. That is a lucky roll. Five damage for, oh, you guys mostly saved. So it's like you're combined pushing back against this psychic energy. And on 68, only 10 points of damage to Xenia, five points to to everyone else, um, which is why I I, I basically decided beforehand, I was like, no, no evasion. (laughs) You don't get get in the psychic place where I'm going to roll terrible. And through the darkness of the storm, the clouds kind of like bearing down on you, Tyler, you don't see a, a swarm shape. You see a shape that looks very familiar to you. Like you're looking into a, a huge mirror in the sky upon your own countenance. And it, it looks down at you here and, and slowly you hear psychically. It says, Dava show. I told you I would find you. And this part of the storm kind of like blows over almost as quickly as it, it comes in to you guys. And uh, you are left once more trudging along, hunkering down, trying to make sense of this storm. Uh, is there anything you want to do, Zinnia, here on your turn? Um... Uh, in case I didn't say it before, I think she is going to walk and not fly. Um, okay. So, presuming she's up in the air right now, she'll she'll land um, on on solid ground. I hope there's solid ground. Um, I don't think there's anything to do. She'll just keep moving forward. Sounds good to me. Um, next, Sprouts Marlow, twenty three on the initiative. Romeo D eight. All right. It's a three. All right, a new one. Uh, as you are marching, um, hunkering, and and trudging through the sand, it suddenly begins to bubble up. These air bubbles popping through, and you see bits and pieces of the sand heating up, perhaps or liquefying and melting. Um, Everyone, make me a reflex save to negate. I will allow your good, good evasion on this one as the acid, uh, the sand basically turns to acid. And if you move so far in this round, which I believe Zinnia has described, uh, you get a plus two bonus to this. Plus two bonus. Do I need to roll? Uh, Yes. But I'm not on the ground. Uh, yep, yeah, you you got hunkered there from your your good boy Echo Seven uh, hitting the ground. Oh, Rebecca, these rolls are not your your best tonight. Uh, even with no. this bonus, as a fail, I'm slow. Okay, looks like we've got oh, we've got three saves. Echo yeah. Seven, Echo Seven, and I are both taking minus twos <laughs> from second. Oh, that's a good point. But you're still both good, right? Yes, I think so. I rolled DC 18. I hope a 19 on the dice Ooh. would do that. Uh, so, yeah, this just negates the damage. Um, so just our boy uh, Devasho and Zinnia. Uh, this is 48 acid damage. Wait, D6. 46 acid. 
average roll here, but a lot more than last time. 15 points of acid. And if we saved, we negate this damage? Yes. Correct. Okay. Uh, div- uh, oh, I'm sorry. Express, is there any standard action or anything you want to do here? Do you want to move on and get off of Echo? Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll move forward, especially if being on Echo, for whatever reason, makes me have to roll th- for things on the ground anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Your ride's all busted up. <laughs> He's getting swallowed by the sand. Then that takes us to Devasho. Tyler, roll me a D8. Patrick, do you think we're in a situation? I'll roll a D8. Mm-hmm. But do you also think we're in a situation where I can even go into a mode or get attunement? This isn't like traditional fudge. This isn't like traditional combat. So no, but this is this is some difficulties. Um, I, I say I would say yeah, sure. Why not? Which on mode it is? I rolled a one. That same mental psychic screech that was far off uh, in the peripheral stages of the storm kind of all of a sudden is on top of you all and all you hear is that screech that Keeney just rocking your brains I need everyone to make me a DC 18 will save a mind affecting effect blasting your minds yeah oh thank prompt Where are these rolls when we're uh, actually in combat? A lot of 18s <laughs> specifically rolled on these dice Ooh. in this. Yeah, yeah. Just Four. just a save for uh, for trust <laughs> and everyone else saved. So write that Ooh. down. Uh, okay, but we are still taking some damage, half damage from a 66 Sonic coming at you guys. Uh, oh, real bad. It's, uh, uh, 14 points. So everyone takes seven, Sonic. Um, <clears throat> uh, Trest onto you at the bottom of the turn order. All right. Rolling a D8. Yeah. A four. Should I re-roll that? Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, at least get try and get through some of a twos. Um, uh, rising from the surrounding sands is a cacophony of voices. Maybe some that you attribute to people you've known in the past, some angrily asking questions in a manner of languages. All around you, they seem to be cutting to the heart of your, your psyche. Um, maybe you hear your own voice. Um, you hear, you know, will you will not leave here alive. Why do you persist? Your children will be born and torn asunder if you do not leave to protect them. Your soul will be devoured. Your organs harvest. Your heads resting on pikes. What is happening? Who are you? What do you continue on for? Uh, Striking out against these voices, you guys have to reason or argue with them and to do that it is a diplomacy or intimidate check to fight back against these voices in your minds all right good thing i put some ranks in old diplomacy Ooh, boy it's a high dc folks get off of my plane oh boy but we've got a 19 on the dice an 18 on the dice an 18 on the dice oh jeez. oh Oh, no no. (laughs) and 
true. A natural one. That's two. <laughs> he, he, draws, he draws upon the wrong movie. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, what, Dude, what'd you he give tries him? to do Rampo, and it's like kung pow under no, the fist no, I, I i i i called out harrison ford and uh and uh the one where he's on the plane um <laughs> he, he, just forgot that, he forgot one. that he was gary oldman oh no <laughs> i'm getting off the plane um tyler what did you get 28 okay dc 28 so that is four successes here Woo-hoo. and oh, boy. um we're just yelling into the ether uh the only one fail here uh drew oh boy uh you are shaken for four rounds oh shaking sucks oh man do i get a standard action uh yeah is there something you want to do here um buff or something indeed i got a little thing called remove condition lesser (gasps) oh Um, I see slapping them. I see that uh yeah that that uh Echo is Echo is like just losing their mind over there. And so I'm gonna reach out. Reach out with my mind and soothe soothe their 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 cold metal brain. Uh remove condition lesser. So uh remove uh sickened condition. Awesome. When you're being uh, sickened or shaken? Uh oh. Was it shaken for four rounds? Shaken, shaken for yeah. four okay, rounds. Yeah. yeah, then I'll I'll remove shaken. You're still sickened with <laughs> I'm me. I'm still sickened, but that'll be but, done at the beginning of the turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't want to take. I don't want us taking a minus four <laughs> on this next check. Uh, okay, let's get back to the top of the turn order. Echo seven. Back to you, Drew. Um, let's. Um, We'll, we'll we'll just do a straight roll. Uh, I don't know. There's so many good ones still. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna start picking some fun ones uh, oh, at the top of the turn order. Good. Actually, why don't you roll me a d6? A d6. We have, we, have, we have three more here from the d8. So, yes, yes, Drew. Uh, Drew, as you guys are uh, stuck here in the storm, uh, you notice the nearby ground, the sand here kind of washes away and all you see is a a bloody slash uh, in a what looks like a mass of separating flesh and can sense something crying out in pain uh, pain that threatens to take over your own mind here lest you do something about it um uh, everyone can make me a life science or a medicine check to to dress this wound. Oh wow, Zinnia d- succeeded. Who saw that coming? <laughs> no one. Jesus. Uh, I'm not trained me. in either of these, so can I even make a check? Uh, if you roll a twenty, it's a success. Why not? You've rolled enough ones today. Oh no. Speaking of ones, it's insane that they make you no! that they're making you roll like like trained stuff. Yeah, like, like baby, trained only skills to avoid stuff like this. And Patrick says, well, if you roll a twenty, you're fine. I roll a nineteen. Yeah. Minus two. You're failing Minus with me. Two. <laughs> Get down here in the mud with me. Uh, that the failure, um, you guys just get that psychic feedback that seems to create the same wounds. It like appears on your own body. Uh, no damage here except for a single con damage. Oh, uh, no. Everyone else saves and is 
inured to that. How how long do we have uh, this con damage? Oh, I'm sorry. It, it was DC 26. So everyone accepts any, I should say. <laughs> it's it's con damage. So I mean, it's until you rest or you heal up. Um, but I, I will say with Zinnia's final success here, you guys have totaled 20 resistance points in trying to psychically push back this connection storm. And with very little fanfare, the winds cease, the sands around you settle, and the dark clouds recede. Um, I have a question about con damage. Mm-hmm. Um uh, if I lose HP as a result of my con going down, um, do I take that as damage or does it just drop the maximum? I think it's damage. Okay. Great. Um, right. So these, these dark clouds kind of push back, receding to where you see several large mounds on the kind of exterior of this desert to the northeast. Kind of like a, looks like over a, uh, a range of massive volcanoes um and yeah the the departure of the storm you see in its place what looks like a a faint path leading through the the silvery dunes allows you to continue on unabated that was not fun let's not summon that again it makes me wonder what was the point of that um my if i had to guess the, the psychic realm is trying to weaken us for further tribulations that lie ahead. But I'm also very unintelligent right now, so probably a bad guess. <laughs> you are not smart, but you are wise. How am I articulating this, though? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And onward we march. Um, yeah, and it's it's maybe 30 minutes after that. Your, your guys, is, as you're with one another, your sense of time seems to be becoming a little bit more easily recognizable. Um, you are, are cresting up a series of dunes here and uh, with a, a single step um, forward, everything around you changes and you suddenly feel yourself outside of your own body, um, perhaps seeing through something else's eyes and then this dark dinginess you hear sounds of terrified shouts nearby uh the scuttling of creatures and the sound of chitinous feet on stone including your own feet you smell only but the tangy odor of foul organic acid along with perhaps sweat fear and desperation of creatures uh, in your in your way, there is a powerful instinct inside of you all to overwhelm enemy defenses, destroy life, and as you kind of gather along one another uh, in in the dimness here, uh, you see a familiar scene, which I'll take us to uh, that of the Forever Reliquary, the main temple chamber where before you all, you see a number of swarm Korovoxes that seem to be uh, taking the, the main chamber. We see a few of the sacred assembly gathered here, Tuva, as well as the, the Han acolytes, um, kind of holding them off as best they can. 
Uh, and it takes just a moment or two for you all to realize that you are are viewing a part of the swarm's continuing assault on the forever reliquary that you left behind. Uh, but you're you're no longer yourselves, and you're no longer here. Mm. And also, it seems like while a long amount of time has passed in the mindscape, this doesn't look to be more than perhaps 20 minutes after you had left and entered the mindscape. But taking a look around you all, um, yeah, it, uh, it takes just but a moment, but you are no longer yourselves. Instead, each of you are controlling a swarm creature. Oh, and we're going to have to roll to kill people in the forever reliquary, aren't we? Oh, uh, no. no you, I, I you have control of five swarm thresher lords. What? Here. <laughs> ah, that's okay. cool. Yeah, take a look at the, the crazy map that I've set up. And sip some, some stats over to you guys. Poop. Take a look. I've got the swarm thresher lord stats over here to the side. Yay. Cool. Um, this is cool. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, yeah, but you guys, like I said, can tell that only a, a short amount of time has passed here in reality, and they seem to be holding off the swarm. But this this uh, connection that you have to them, perhaps you can help out. Uh, let's roll up into initiative turn order again. Uh, we'll be using your own initiatives and not that of a Thresher Lord. Um, well, that that sucks because that was like the only chance I would have ever had of going first. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. Uh, okay, and let's see here. Uh, there is a lot of psychic chatter in your mind of not really language, but more just like instincts of like push forward, attack, kill, kill um, is fairly disorienting for you guys. Uh, but you also notice that there is a, a psychic uh, creature behind the enemy lines behind you all that seems to be feeding this animosity and this attack moving forward. And that is what I've revealed on the map a creature. You've not seen before. A medium-sized swarm creature that's got kind of drake-like draconic wings. Can we see this thing zoomed in? This thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Um, but yeah, it seems to be egging you guys forward. Uh, oh, someone rolled initiative for... Who's this 28? Is that me? I don't know. It's like Echo. Yeah. Come on, Drew. <laughs> you clicked on like the <laughs> the Thresher Lord. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, you guys do have uh, permission to move these bad boys, I believe. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, let's rock and roll it out. Uh, and first in turn order is Echo Seven. All right. You're kind of towards the front, or no? You're like in the middle of the party here. What would you like to do? Ah, uh, let's see. I'm trying to see how much movement we have with these guys. 30 feet. I want to try to... We can go after this thing, right? This thing that's hanging us on. To the, to the south? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to move towards it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So your movement as a thresher lord is 30 feet. So you want to double move or... Uh, yes. And if I'm going to double move, I'm going to... 
do myself a favor and I because this I'm assuming this thing doesn't know maybe maybe it does but I'm going to move here to get on the opposite side of it sure moving past it yeah okay um then let's go ahead and next in turn order sprouts marlow uh sprouts is which I'm gonna move right here which mm-hmm. I can't move my guy try it now put some here and I am going to try to attack with the arm blade. So you're moving up on this unnamed, unknown, small yeah, storm. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, I don't know if we get flanking bonuses, but I am flanking with uh, Echo's mm-hmm. swarm. Yeah, throw out that arm blade, boy. All right, I just roll d twenty. Yeah, and have that bonus for five on the dice. Arm blade is plus twenty three for wow. the oh, That's a that's a twenty eight then. Nice against KAC. That is a miss as wow. this uh, this medium monstrous swarm just kind of <sighs> definitely dodges out of the way. Maybe you get like a does, little bit does, of its shoulder, but does, does that include flanking? Uh, that does for this. Yes. Oh, uh, just flanking would have been um, plus two, so it would have been 30. Mm-hmm. Just as a reminder, because you guys don't typically have it, you have reach. So you don't have to yeah. stand that close. That's true. Um, I moved as far as I could move. Oh, then I will probably back up a little bit if I have reach. Devasho, are you next in the turn order? Yes. Uh, yeah. No. Zinnia is. No, Zinnia should be. Yes, both rolled 18. Yeah. What you got, Rebecca? Uh, I would like to charge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whom? Uh, at the draconic thing. Uh, okay. Um, I think you just can get it there. Uh, and yeah, it's like fifty feet to move there. So I will, I I will allow that. it. You're charging this thing. Do you want to try and roll to figure out what it is? Uh, as Zenia or as the. Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah, this is you guys' minds inside controlling these Thresher Lords. Okay, so Zenia can roll life science even though my attacks are, are this thing's attacks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll do that. Let's see if this looks familiar. It's a 25, uh, no, 28 to identify. Four on the dice here. Um, That is not going to be enough. Ooh, this mysterious swarm monster, perhaps maybe... This is the first one seen by non-swarm eyes. And well, we'll see if you live to tell the tale. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, just a D20 roll on the arm blade. Yep. Oh, that's a natural 20. Ooh, Bingo, baby. Oh. Boop, 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 boop. I'm glad I wasted that four on that life science check. <laughs> uh, okay, so roll some double damage oh. with the thresher lord look at that critical so, bleed nice yeah so 2d10 would be 4d10 mm-hmm, right? plus 36 yep this is gonna be a big number all right 59 damage <laughs> and then critical bleed, bleed 1d8 mm-hmm. that will happen on its turn okay um but i'm marking it down here Bleed damage. Uh, let's give a great cool shout out to uh, one of our uh, $10 above Patreon supporters. 
um, Michael P, who's helped us out since June. Thanks so much for supporting the podcast on Patreon. Maybe you joined up because we had a, a hit new Pathfinder Second Edition podcast, or maybe you just liked helping out. Uh, either way, thanks so much. And that's going to take us to Devasho. Your turn. All right, Devasho is just going to murder all the smaller components in front of him. Everyone's turned south, so he's going to clean out the small fry. Oh, yeah. Full attack, blade storm. I'm going to attack the one directly in front of me three times unless it goes down, in which case I will switch to a different target. Spoiler warning, it's going to go down. Slash. If If you hit, probably. Yeah, plus 23. Uh, nine on the dice for a 32. Hit. All right. 2D. 10 plus teen. Ooh. 35 points of damage. Oh, so close. Uh, it is actually still up. This first Dang. one. Well, let's roll a second one then. Does a 25 hit? It is actually very dead. <laughs> on the All second right. hit. Yeah. And then let's do the third attack against the uh, other one within reach. And this one is going to be... Yeah, all three of these should actually be, what, plus 20 for the triple blade? No, uh, plus 18. Yeah, plus 20. Plus 18 is the damage, plus 20 is the attack. Gotcha. Right? Natural 20, that one's dead. It doesn't matter. Let's just roll for the funsy four. Yeah, roll for the funsy. But I will say your minimum damage is enough to kill a second. I know, but I just want to see if I can beat Rebecca's damage. No, I can't. <laughs> She's better than me. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 uh. uh Trust, we are on to you, good sir. Sarah. Let's see here. Do you want to help out with the frontal assault or head back to where these guys are taking on an unassuming looking swarm creature uh there are a lot of people back there so i mm-hmm. think charge up into this attack into the front and uh, i'm gonna charge in and just uh, lay into this Korovox uh that is um sort of up, up in front and i'm gonna make a big display out of it as i'm trying to uh, attract their attention Ooh. so i'm taking a minus two to this attack because of charge uh, 32 to hit it that's and that is oh, so close to <laughs> uh, 29 points of damage okay immediately bloody oh boy Ooh. and that is going to take us to the end of the turn I'm gonna clear out some dead core boxes and you guys can each make an attack of opportunity as a couple of others are moving in on you Mm-hmm. Uh, both Trest and Debasho can make that attack of opportunity. Sure, I've hit. <laughs> roll damage. Uh, we'll do. I think you got to roll a one for most of these attacks. 30, ooh, 31 points of damage. All right, another one bloodied. Yep, and uh, Jabert hits as well. Oh, good damage. Ooh, ooh boy. Okay, nearly max here. All right, so another one. Bloodied. You're just like tearing through these Corvoxes there. And as as you do so on the dais, perhaps you you see Tuva just like looking on, sweat uh, dripping down her, her brow uh, 
as she looks over these thresher lords just <laughs> tearing into the, the core boxes and says, I legs be praised. I don't know if uh, thresher lords have eyelids, but I wink. <laughs> <laughs> it's like four eyes winking on one side of its face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's see here. We've got some other uh, actions we can take. These sweet, sweet boys are going to try to attack you. The um, the swarm Corvoxes and <laughs> what's your KC? 25. They've, they've got to roll pretty high. Uh, I'm going to roll. This uh, guy can get into. I'm going to roll five attacks for each Devasho and Trieste. Slashing. Uh, okay, I've got a 19 on one for Devasho. Uh, that is, oh, and the 14, I think, is just going to be a hit, too. Uh, two hits from their their claws. And I don't think you have to worry too much about this. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, plus five each, so 13 points of slashing damage. Okay. And let's do the same to Bert's in the alien body. Ooh, a few more attacks here. Three attacks. Four. Uh, 24 points of damage. Don't think that's really going to have too much bearing here. But this is, mind you, physical damage to the swarm thresher lord that you're inhabiting. <laughs> Ow. Be a pretty nasty turn against trust, but pressure's <laughs> still going strong. Hmm. And let's see what else we can do here. Um, so for this creature down here to the south, um, you guys can make attacks of opportunity as it is going to fly up and try and get away from you. Um, so that is Zinnia, Sprouts, and Echo 7. You guys can try and make a Oh, a swing does it get it its critical bleed at this point? Uh, yes. Yeah, so you feel free to roll that as well. Okay. Oh, that's only a one on the critical bleed. Lame. Bringing, bringing your total to 60. Oh, maybe more. You've uh, both Sprouts and you. <clears throat> uh, plus 23. Uh, we've got, what, a... 40 and a 39 yeah. hit. Uh, two hits. All right. So both roll your damage. Where is the damage? Uh, it's 2d10 plus 18. It's going to be 31 from Zinnia. Nice. 35 from Sprouts. Okay. Uh, this thing is looking pretty worse off, but uh, it is able to escape your reach, get about 15 feet north of the melee, and it's going to psychically assault one of you. Let's see who. Uh, Echo 7. Uh, it is indeed hammering your mind with an assault. Oh, uh, you are within range of one of your swarm allies, though. Um, to give you the swarm mind effect, you can roll twice on this will save and take the better of the two. So it's uh, uh, basically um, uh, advantage on 2d20 and then plus 11 for their will save. Wait, so we're rolling for the for the, the these guys will save and not Echo 7's will save? 
Uh, correct. Okay. I mean, I guess if your will save is better, you can use yours, but is it? Uh, I think theirs is actually better because theirs is plus 11 and mine is plus seven. Yeah, you use theirs and go ahead and roll that for me. Hmm. First one's a 13. Ooh, second one's an 18. Uh, you're going to need that because indeed it was DC 26 for this sixth level mind thrust. Ooh, ouch. If it fails the save, the target becomes exhausted and stunned. Uh, instead, you're only fatigued for a single round and you're taking half damage of 17 D10. <laughs> oh, good. Just giving you guys a little, I mean, mwah, a little taste of is, higher level combat. That is good. I forget how just stupid hide the dice get on Mind Thrust. It gets to 17 D10. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, half damage of 75 is often, uh, what, uh, 37? 37? 37 and, and these things don't have any stamina right no no they are no. they are bags of blood and hit points <clears throat> um, I'm so that up. yeah yeah you guys are giant uh swarm murder tanks i i would hope you'd still be up but uh that is not the end of the turn for as you guys are navigating the effects of keeping inside uh these swarm creatures I need everyone do, do, do. Uh, everyone to use your own ability and make a will save. So your own will bonus. And this is uh, DC 16. Phew. Whew. <laughs> oh boy. Thank goodness. Oh, they're trying to kick us out of the bodies. Oh no. no. We stay in bodies. We will not abandon you, Hylax. Looks like everyone has saved. Um, so that's good. Uh, yeah, you feel some psychic feedback of them indeed trying to kind of push back, or perhaps it's the mental strain of what it is you're doing, just moving these huge meat robots through real space. <laughs> uh, but that is going to be the end of turn one, and we're going to go on turn two with you, Echo. All right, so Echo 7. Make sure I can do this. Oh, yeah. Okay, so seven's going to move over here. Moving up to this this medium swarm. Yeah, and take an arm blade attack with this. Uh, yeah, go right ahead. Uh, so, so 12 plus 23 is a 35. Am I doing that right? right? Uh, it sounds it sounds impossibly high, but that's it. <laughs> right. For two D10 plus 18. Mm. So that's an 18 plus six, which is uh, 24. Are you asking me? Or are you telling me hmm. uh, that is enough to uh, exactly bloody this thing as uh, you've getting your it looks like the fifth attack amongst you guys uh, on it uh, landed and it, it's dipping around avoiding the full brunt of uh, the Thresher Lords but it does seem to be holding its own against the three of you uh, Sprouts Marlow you want to continue the assault oh 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 absolutely moving on up slicing moving it down 
All right, that's a 10, so it's what, plus? That's a 33. Three, yes. Yeah. All right, and that's a 2d10 plus 18. Oh, correct. All right. You guys making soldiers and operatives when you could have been giant thresher lords. Uh, it's 28 points damage. All right. Xenia, it's still up, but still angry. What would you like to do? Is it in the air right now? Uh, it's flying, but it's only about 10 feet above. Okay. I, I mean, these guys can fly too, so I presume I could just fly up to meet it <laughs> um, in the air if necessary. Uh, she will... Um, I'm actually going to take... Am I... 10 feet away without moving? No. No. Okay. 15. Cool. Um, moving in and making an attack. Yeah. If I'm moving, that means I can't attack more than once, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it, it knows your ability as well. Yeah. All right. So 20. Well, I'll just roll a 20. So 12 plus 23. So hit. All right. Uh, and then. 2d10 plus 18 on that is a total of 23 damage. All right. Uh, all right. Yes, it is looking harried by your guys' campaign of murder and death on it. Uh, speaking of which, Devasho, you've got five core boxes around uh, you, uh, two of which have already been hurt pretty darn badly. Is it is it true that I just need to not roll a one to hit these oh. things? One of them. Uh, yes. All right, then I'm just going to roll 3d20 with just by themselves and call them hits if long. Okay, so three hits. And we're just going to go down the line, left to right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2d10 plus 18. First one's getting 29 points of damage. Do you want to attack one of the ones that you've you've already hurt? Uh, y- y- yeah, starting with the ones that were bloodied. I should okay. have said that specifically. Sorry. Yeah, because uh, you you uh, had an attack of opportunity on one that moved in on you. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and uh, keep on attacking. And the second damage is much better. 36. Bloodied. And last one. 24. All right. So you've got two more dead this turn. Yay. That's my whole turn. And Trest, Trest, we're on to you. All right. Do I have any bloodied ones in range of me? Uh, yes, you have two that have uh, been bloodied already. Great. Yeah, I'll start with start with them. Yeah, and then uh, move on to one of the other ones. So far, you guys have been averaging two per round. Let's see if you can keep that up. Let's keep it up. Yeah. 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 Slice and dice. So I'm just going to take two off the board. Roll damage for that last one. Okay. Yeah, look how easy this is. We figured it out. (laughs) Your minimum damage is... Uh, 29 points of damage to that one. 22. Okay, and then we've got another bloodied one here. Uh, Oh, nope. Not dead, but bloodied. And you guys have so far taken out six of this this pack of Korovoxes. They will continue their assault on you and... Just a single, single attack each. Uh, so each of you, just a single claw attack goes through for six points of damage of Asha, 10 points, Trest. And we're going down to this other alien creature down here. It is going to, I think, fly 
30 feet up in the air. So just so I saw you guys just reach again, but make me an attack of opportunity for each of you. Cinea, Echo 7, and Sprouts. Uh, that is a 38 for Echo. Um, hit, yeah. hit, and hit smiles. Oh, nice. So you guys roll that damage and see if I think it'll still be up, but we don't know. Maybe if you'll roll balls to walls well here. Uh, that's a 29 damage from Echo. Ooh, that's good. 32 Wait. from Zenia. Uh, 26 from Sprouts. Oh, it's still up. But it is is real hurt. That's it. It's going to make... Uh, what's its latch stitch effort? Um, yeah, who did... Did most of its damage to Echo 7. So it's going to try and focus on you. Oh, Zenia did Echo. more damage. Uh, no, it, it did more damage to you, so it's going to mm. try and finish you off. And it, <laughs> believe it or not, I believe against with its its uh, magical attack, a, a two on the dive is going to be a hit. What? A toot is a hit? That is astronomical. <laughs> yeah, this, this guy is like six levels above our, our good friends, the, uh, the Thresher Lords of CR10. Um, so it's doing a fun spell. That manipulates the energy around the Thresher Lord's head, uh, pulling energy inward. Uh, and you feel the Thresher Lord just kind of like screaming as, uh, yeah, that's makes a attack against uh, the Thresher Lord's EAC, which is definitely a hit. <laughs> and what happens next? Uh, yeah, so if it hits, the target uh, must make a fortitude save, Drew. Make that save for your... Um, I kind of know the spell. <laughs> yeah, your, your fatigued Thresher Lord here. So a little minus two, I believe. But to make it with its fort, fort save? Uh, yep. Or, I mean, if yours is... No, it, it, it will be its because it's this physical corporeal body. That's a 15 on the dice for a 29. Ooh, okay. There is a uh, fatigued. Uh, actually, no, I don't think fatigued will do anything against constitution. So that's good. You have saved uh, yourself from 18d8 damage of having your skull crushed <laughs> from the spell Crush Skull. <laughs> um, it is not a death effect, though. You only take 48 points of damage. Boop. And you're still alive. 28 points, right? You're still up. Yeah. Yes. What's that math? <sighs> Close, but no cigar. Um, okay. Uh, that's its turn. Uh, let's do another round of will saves for everybody. Um, the will to keep in these bodies. The DC is going to go up a little bit here. <laughs> What you guys got? I never have any Ah, uh, yes. Devasha, rolling 11. It's a mm. fail. We've got a fail from Sprouts and Echo 7. Now, this is psychic mental feedback damage that your character takes. Um, it is 15 points. So this is what your your character is taking in your, your mind, not your, your thresher lord. Um... Okay, yeah, and that's the end of the turn. Uh, back to you, Echo 7. 
Uh, I'm still in range, right? Uh, you will have to move up to to get to this guy. Uh, he's flying them in the air currently. Oh, Pronk, I just wanted to hit him a bunch of times. Well, you're getting your attack of opportunities in. You guys have done that damage. But yeah, he's looking very weak, very ragged here at the, um, the top of the if temple I just, chamber. If I just move to here, can I attack him still? Uh, yeah, if you fly up, you can. It's... Uh, 30 feet above the ground right now. I'll do that, and I will hit him with a uh, good old-fashioned arm blade. Uh, that's a fort on the uh, on the dice, so that is mm. a... Sounds like a good old-fashioned miss Yeah, blade. it's a 27 to hit. That's a miss. Unfortunately, Sprouts Marlow, though, you've got a chance. You've got a chance to take him on. Boy... You're flying up and, and getting a swang in. Yeah. Oh, a 19 on the dice will do. All right. So. I think actually, oh, I'm looking at the math here. No matter what, you are doing enough to lay this one down. Yeah. Slice in half this very powerful swarm overlord creature. And then he starts to eat him. Nom, 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 nom. I'm a swarm. Nom, 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 nom. I'll allow it. <laughs> Yay! Uh, as as this thing goes down, and you guys over here are just obliterating the swarm Korvoxes, you see the defenders of Hylax agog, <laughs> perhaps um, extremely frightened by what they're seeing. But yeah, they seem to to realize that something has gone wrong with some of these swarm, as they were about to be overrun, and now uh, you all are. Slicing through, um, perhaps we'll mum another round of of Devasho and Trest slicing through the core of oxes, but you've already uh, nearly killed half of that party and destroyed whatever um, commander swarm was pushing them forward psychically. Uh, as you get in like the last swing, Devasho or, or Trest, I should say, there's some uh, synaptic feedback and all of a sudden you're standing in the sands of the mindscape again, just kind of like <laughs> pretending your arms are, are giant blades and, and slicing through the air in front of you. What a bunch of dorks. Uh, <laughs> I throw a beanbag at Devacho and I say, Firebolt! Uh, as <laughs> Devacho as, takes uh, it, pretends he's look, on fire. <laughs> well, yeah, as you look to your side, Devacho, uh, Echo Seven's um, Thresher Lord just kind of crumples to the ground, uh, calling out, you know, psychically screaming as it seems to be in a huge amount of pain. Um, and you see the same thing happening behind you in the temple to the flying Thresher Lord that was Echo 7 just falls to the ground 30 feet. Uh, they seem to be dying as you leave their their minds uh, themselves getting a whole mess of um, synaptic uh, damage from, from being a mind vessel. Uh, and yeah, and even you get back to the desert of the mind here, back to quote unquote, this reality where you're exactly where you were in the, the desert of the, uh, the mindscape, cresting a small series of dunes that seem to be built up like a, uh, a small mountain. And as you get to the summit, you see in the distance an odd looking structure, um, perhaps fashioned around less of 
architectural ideals, but more around interpretation or emotion. It looks like um, perhaps something out of a a beehive of three large circular domes with these lines crossing between them. This seems to be the, the building, the structure that independence has said is a, a place of refuge. Ah, perfect. We should take our, uh, take a rest inside and uh, gain what uh, advantage we can here. Well, but, uh, before you guys move forward, uh, I would be remiss to not ask you. Uh, you have taken some damage from the, the connection storm and from uh, some of you from the the fight here in the forever okay, in the form of kind of psychic feedback. Does anybody want to take 10? Uh, Sprouts does. Uh, okay. seven does. Has anyone taken any hit point damage? Uh, only the hit no, point. Sprouts doesn't believe in hit point damage. Only the hit point damage that it would have taken with a con minus. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I can negate that. I don't know how Actually, you remove no, damage. In this I, game. I take that back. If I take 10 to re- if I take 10, I will get rid of the con damage, right? No, I think it's an no, overnight rest. No, that, that uh, has to be a 24. That has to be like an eight hour. Either way, that snooze. only affects my stamina, not my HP. So right. I'm good. Yeah. Devasho's okay. Um, you just kind of see him over there and he, he he's just he just says, I miss my arm blades. <laughs> I, those were those were fun. Yes, if, those if, were sweet, weren't they? Yeah. Maybe he comes up to Zinni and he goes, You're a biologist. What could you think one of my arms could be an arm? <laughs> could you make you stole one of my eyes? Maybe you could give me an arm blade as <laughs> uh, I actually am going to go ahead and drop a little lesser resto on myself. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, if you've, if you've got con damage and have the spell, yeah. feel free to burn it away. Yeah. Um, does anybody else uh, have more than one con damage or is it just... I think it was just you and Echo 7. Ah, you know yeah. what? I'll spend a spell on you, sir. You're a friend. <gasps> you get that con damage back. Oh. My hero. <laughs> uh, in which case, like it, it might actually be useful for me to spend a resolve. So now it's not just like, like six hit points or whatever. <laughs> no, I'm getting back like 21 hit points. Gotcha. Or, uh, SP. Was anyone not burning um, an RP here? Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad I gave you the old option as you, know, you move forward to the the refuge. Uh, yeah, as you draw closer, there seems to be a very large entrance in the middle of these kind of like hives sticking out of the ground where you push past the silver sands covering the space around these trio of structures. And this is the largest of the three buildings uh, that rises above the landscape here and indeed resembles a baked brown um, upright uh, mound of clay. Uh, very dark uh, compared to the silvery sands around it. Uh, and these two smaller structures kind of spread out back behind this first um, with some some tunnels uh, between them. Uh, the two immense doors here at the, the front um, are sealed shut, yet display the image of a welcoming insectile face crowned with stars above its head. Um, and two 
towering 20 by 20 foot stone platforms rise uh, five feet from the sands near the entrance, uh, supporting what looks like two uh, immense and and hideous statues made of black stone. Let me show you what this looks like. It's it's an insectoid-like creature, perhaps shades of atrox shades of a, a sheeran um but kind That's of weird built of the same brown clay the building is made of it's the first guy i've seen who skipped arm day but not wrist day very different <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's got these massive forearms he's punishing forearms and um yeah there's bits and pieces of alien civilizations strewn throughout the the architecture but interesting is there a culture check to make against that architecture or anything else we can tell from appearances? Uh, you, you stepping up to investigate, maybe snap a few mental snapshots? Yeah. I mean, be a bad detective if I didn't. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty sure this is a statue and not just like a adamantine golem, right? <laughs> uh, there are two of them, and you are not sure that, that as you step forward to okay. one of them and it steps off the platform to meet you, perhaps in the same inquisitive way, looking you over and staring down at you and psychically talking into your mind, saying, to be continued. I think we should name this one Knuckles. More friends, <laughs> she be in Knuckles forever. Oh, I played that game back on the Sega Genesis, and it was not as good if you didn't have the Shibi three cartridge to plug into the top. Mm, makes sense. Oh, we got some, we got some more weirdness coming next week here on Cosmic Crit. I'm excited. Mm. We got to the Hylaxian Refuge. Um, uh, spoiler warning: We have a lot to explore and investigate here. Uh, in like one of the few places that isn't transitory and full of craziness. I guess it's still full of craziness, but it's like a fixed location at least. Uh, yeah. Explore. Um, and that'll be next week on the episode. Exciting. Uh, guys, thanks so much for playing with me. Thank, Thank you, Patrick. Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Oh boy, you, listeners, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Cosmic Crit. <laughs>an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.